guest joining us for Careers and Cocktails is Stuart Alford from Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to our Job Seekers Tavern. Well, welcome. It's the first time I've ever done a podcast with a cheers with a cocktail in my hand over a bar. I think all meetings should happen like this. They definitely should. I'm all for that, all meetings in the bar. Yep. So, my first question would be to you, would be, what's your favourite cocktail? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've only recently tried an old-fashioned and thought, how have I not... I had one of these before. I don't think I've tried that one. Oh, yeah, it's it's basically whiskey based. Oh, I'm a whiskey yeah, I mean, guy, I'm so probably not. not I, I don't like the fruity, bubbly, oh, fruit fruit things with an umbrella. Sorry, but um, it's fine. but an old fashioned, I think, is kind of manly, manly drink. A, man, a manly yeah. cocktail. Manly cocktail. Manly cocktail. I would say I'd try it, but I don't like whiskey, so no, that's not I'll right. stick with my little fruit fruit glasses and yeah. my little things. Okay, so tell us a little <clears throat> about you, Stu. What do you do? So I'm the Chief Executive of Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce, which is the only accredited Chamber of Commerce in Devon. So we are affiliated to British Chambers of Commerce, and that means that we have a full-time executive team, we offer business support, we do international trade, we run events, we do lobbying, policy, advocacy work through British Chambers. Okay, so keeps you nice and busy. Yeah, just a bit, yeah. It's more than a full-time job. Okay, so how long have you been doing that? Uh, About... Four years now. Okay. Um, so I think I was about a year in when pandemic hit, which was um, right. nobody saw. But um, of course, you can't just be a chief executive in the good times. No. Uh, you can't have just the good stuff. <laughs> no, um, it was a big challenge, but um, we embraced it. And um, and of course, like everyone, we've changed some of the things we do permanently. And others, we've just sort of pick and choose the best bits uh, of hybrid or, or online or whatever. Yeah. Um, and people say that the, the pandemic was the digital transformation officer you didn't know you wanted or needed. Definitely. But I, I had been saying we should stream our events because Devon's a big county. You know, we can't expect everyone to come to Plymouth for a bacon and party. And lots of lanes. Uh, lots of lanes. <laughs> and we, we have events all over the county now, but, but we still say some of our events have a hybrid option so that people can come and join us online. But back then it was in the too difficult to do box. Yeah. It was, oh my goodness, I'll need cameras, I'll need software, I'll need stuff and I didn't know how to do it. And within a week of the pandemic, I was the world's expert in Zoom. <laughs> yes. you know, we I all didn't were, know I do it before. We all were. We <clears> all <throat> definitely all were. Mine were all definitely, um, I was a teacher as well, which mm. was one thing I never thought I'd be as a full-time teacher, which was a nightmare. Yes. A well, nightmare. So hats off to teachers. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> and, and to mums generally. I mean, I think being a mum must be the hardest job in the world anyway. But to then yeah. add work and being a full-time homeschooling teacher... It's just tough. Time will tell, but maybe in ten yeah. years' time we'll be, yeah, you know, um, the they'll, country they'll will be run. alcoholics. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. cheers. By the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, yes, cheers. Yes, it was yes. just it was the gin. Mum, loved the gin. Well, mine, I have to tell the uh, audience, is a, a virgin cocktail. There is no alcohol in this one. No, no. The, we we definitely have the um, employable cocktails, which are alcohol-free cocktails yeah. today. So, okay, so when you're sixteen. How would you see, what were you um, wanting to do when you are 16 to what you do now? Is there a big difference to what you wanted to do or? A massive difference, yes. Um, so I joined the Air Cadets when okay. I was in school and it gave me a real sense of discipline and um, a real purpose. I loved it. I, I didn't really get on with school. I disaffected with education yeah. completely and I always actually felt very let down by education. Um, 
but uh, I applied to join the RAF um, and the RAF doctor told me I was completely colourblind seeing in black and white and I'd never be a pilot. Okay. And they offered me a couple of roles that didn't really um, appeal to me. And as it transpires, I later got a full medical for a commercial pilot's license. Uh, really? I didn't become a commercial pilot, as you can tell, but I did my private pilot's um, license. Okay. Um, and I just wondered what would have been if I'd actually gone down that route earlier. But there we are. Um, I, perhaps I should have tried a bit harder. No, that's really interesting. So you fly your own... I did. My license has now lapsed. Right, but okay. in my a sort of um, 40th birthday present to myself, I think, I, uh, I learned to fly. Oh. I had a share in a plane when Plymouth Airport, just next to here, is, yeah. uh, was open. Um, and I, I kind of did everything I wanted to do in aviation, and it became so expensive. Yes. I mean, ridiculously expensive, that um, when the other guys in the syndicate wanted to sh sell the aeroplane, I, I thought, yeah, I've, I've done what I need to do. And you've achieved what you've, you've, yeah. you've, you've knocked it off the bucket list. Exactly. Knocked it off the bucket list. Okay, so what are the best things about your role now? Um, variety, absolutely without doubt. I love the variety of what I do. I mean, look at this, I'm doing a podcast. Who knew I would Podcasting ever do that? Bar. So I've got my own podcast, Devon okay. Chamber In Conversation With, on Apple, uh, iTunes and Spotify. Perfect. I interview um, interesting people from around the, the county. I've interviewed uh, the sailor and adventurer Pete Goss. I've interviewed Johnny Mercer, MP, okay. who tells a very funny story about the shower scene commercial for a famous soap brand that he did. Right. Um, so some really interesting, and I get to meet incredible people yeah. not just through the podcast but businesses doing amazing things especially I, I get a real kick out of helping um, young entrepreneurs or, or people early in their entrepreneur journey where they yeah. want to start a business or they've just started so I love doing that I get to um, you know have my creative bent um, exercise because I've um, you know I've borrowed cars for our magazine and done write-ups on cars yes. I got to have a Jaguar I-Pace for the day courtesy of Roger and oh, Andrew, nice. thank you very much nice. sadly it wasn't just one day though just one day oh. um, which was amazing um, but yeah it's variety it's very full-on um, I'm doing things I never thought I'd do lobbying policy advocacy work uh, meeting government ministers things like that, that I, I never thought I'd, I'd do um, but yeah it's it's Variety, and I'm, I'm lucky, and I must say, I've got a great board. So, my board is uh, non executive directors, so okay. I've got, uh, 17 volunteer directors right. who give up their time freely, and a, and a great chairman in Richard Stevens, who's the managing director of City Bus and also a deputy lord lieutenant. And so, they made my job easier because they're a great yeah. board to work with, and I feel it's working with not, of course, Against, I report to yes. them, but and, and there is that appropriateness that I report to them, but I don't feel like um, I can't say to them, oh, I don't know what to do here. And they'd all just say, yeah, that's great. Let's, let's muck in and help. No, that's always, it's always good and it's always helpful because you're not working against people, then you're all working together, which, is, right. which is always handy. So what advice would you give somebody starting out in a career or maybe transitioning from one career to a different career? So I'd say do your research. I mean, when I left school, so I, I like I say, became disaffected. I left school and I became a car salesman because I liked cars. Okay. And actually the two don't equate. Liking <laughs> cars and selling them is a very, very yes. different thing. So I'd say do your research. I'd say do something you're passionate about. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but they say if you're doing something you're passionate about, you'll never work a day in your life. And, yeah. and you know, this isn't work. It does. It? I, I totally agree with that. It you, is, you know, us talking now. This is, it's this definitely... is technically work, but I don't feel this is work. Doing my podcast isn't work. No. Um, yeah, some of it's hard and you have to concentrate and you have to put effort in. But if you're loving it, it's not... It's you, not the you don't wake up in the morning no. dreading going to work. So I'd say do something that you're going to be passionate about. I'd say do something that's got um, potential. 
So if you're talking careers rather than starting your own business, um, you know, we, I mean, this is an important part around skills, actually. We've just been given the contract by Department for Education to write the local skills improvement plan for the heart of the Southwest area. This is a massive contract. Yeah. And what it does is it puts the employer's voice at the heart of skills planning. Right. Whereas previously, it's been demand-led. And demand-led is often by students. Yeah. And that's okay. People should have choice in what they do. But the example we give so that we don't offend anyone is just because, let's say, thousands of students want to do a llama farming course doesn't mean there's thousands of llama farming yeah. jobs. And I actually think it's disingenuous to those students to let them do that knowing that there's no job at the end yes. of it, just because they like it. Yeah. Now, obviously, everyone should be able to do something they like. If they really want to do it, do it. But actually, I'd say choose where there's progression. Choose where you think, ah, if I have these set of skills, I can do that, I can do ABC. You know, I would say at the moment, um, you know, uh, people, uh, well, all employers are telling me that they want people with um, customer service skills, being able to talk to people. Yes. So even if it's not the career you want to do, come work in a, work in a bar, yeah. learn to speak to people, learn to speak to customers, learn about the customer experience. Yeah. Um, people want uh, good English and maths. So if your English and maths isn't up to scratch, do something about it yes. because with that core background you can do just about anything employers, employers are telling me yeah well employers yeah. are telling me that not, not that qualifications aren't important that's that's completely not true but that they can teach people to do the job they can't teach them work ethic they can't teach yeah. them English and maths they can't yeah. teach them how to care about customers um, so one of the best customer experiences I had actually was at the Bedruth and Steps Hotel in Cornwall. And I asked the manager, or the, the, the lady who owns it, she's one of the three owners. I said, how do you get so many great employees that customer service is second to none? And she said, we don't interview, we pay for a shift and we watch them. And she said, I don't care if they drop glasses. I don't care if they don't know how to set a table. Okay. She said, all I watch is how do they interact with customers? And if they care about the customers... We'll employ them and yeah. I'll teach them the rest. And I think there's something about that in a lot no, of jobs definitely. now. You know, the employers are telling me the old um, way of education where you send someone off to college for years and years out of work time, you know, to learn a, a technical qualification. They, they want to move much more to in-house training, yeah. learning on the job, doing things now because they need that productivity now. Yes. You know, um, so I would say... Uh, sorry, long, very long answer to a short okay. question. Sorry, was so if you if you're you know, looking at a, a career, just think what skills do I need for that career, and what skills are then going to be transferable so that I'm not just in a really fine niche, but I can I can use those in a number of different ways. Yeah, and be bold, go for it. Yes, that's the big thing I think. Is yeah. Actually, go go for it. Just go for it. It's really good advice. Okay, so what mistakes have you made in your career? Oh, we haven't got long enough. Have <laughs> um, I huge... think that's a common theme now. Everyone's like, oh, we haven't got quite long enough. Oh, yeah, of course. So Muhammad Ali said, I've never made a mistake. I've either succeeded or I've learned. Yeah. And I think that's a massive thing. Don't sit in the corner kind of feeling sorry for yourself, thinking, oh, I made a terrible mistake. Oh, that's everything over with learn from it. So, okay, what do I take out of that? How do I make sure it doesn't happen again and move on? Um, I, I think, um, yeah, I think asking for help would, I should have asked for help sooner with certain people, with certain projects. I should have been more transparent. Um, I, I once very publicly had my integrity called into doubt and it took me a long time to prove that I hadn't done anything wrong. 
But what I realised is your integrity is absolutely yeah. everything. So it's, I think it's on the top of my LinkedIn profile, integrity is everything. You've got to have that. So um, be transparent, ask for help, carry it back. Perfect advice. Perfect <laughs> advice. Right, so now we're going to move on to the employable style questions. Okay. Or a bit I'm, more different. I'm intrigued. A bit more different to these. So the first one is, what is the strangest thing you've got in your fridge at the moment? Wow. Well, uh, I sort of side, side answer. I don't know that it's strange, but um, I've just subscribed to an online food subscription service. Am uh, I allowed to say which one? This isn't the BBC, is it? No, no. I suppose you can. There's, so there's let's say it's, it's, hello, it's very fresh food. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so there's all sorts of weird and wonderful things. I had a, a tari, teriyaki beef last night. So I okay. had uh, garlic and lemongrass puree. These are the ones that provide you with a exact ingredients and you Everything just throw in one, them all in the in one bag. And the reason I'm doing it is partly uh, laziness, partly because I want to try something different, but partly because I've put on too much weight and it's portion control. Yeah. So um, they give you the, uh, the number of calories in each one. And I had my very first one last night. Okay. So at the moment, I've got lots of paper bags in my fridge and did, that did are a meal do, in a bag. Do they do them three times, do you have three times a day or is it just like your evening meal that you um, do? Or is there different You can options? subscribe to as many as oh, you want. It's okay. mostly your evening meal. Okay. They do lunch options, but it's mostly about your evening meal. Okay. Um, the slightly frustrating thing is that they do um, two people and above. Well, right. I'm, a, I'm a single man. So, so I have to cook nice. for two and then try to resist the temptation <laughs> yes, to eat the two <laughs> and put one in the fridge, which is your lunch for the next day that or, would, or whatever. That would definitely be my... So, yeah. If you open my, my fridge at the moment, there's lots of paper bags. Paper bags, so it looks quite... in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds handy. This sounds ideal, though. Okay, our next question. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Wow. What a question. I Well, I'd be terrified. I mean, <laughs> I don't... I think there's people far better qualified than me to speak to the world for uh, 30 seconds. I... Uh, I think we should love each other a little more than we do. I think we should be a bit more kind than we are. Um, my personal view is that the political system's broken. The whole world political system's yes. broken. And, and we, as people, have got to do something about that. We accept the political systems we've got. We accept that people are in power. Yeah. Um, but I think we need to have the right people in power. And, and as Billy Connolly said, you shouldn't let anyone who wants to be a policeman or a politician become one because they want to have power over people. And yeah. it's kind of like, no, don't don't allow that to happen. Yeah, it's, um, it. it's definitely so very... It's, yeah, something about being kinder to each other and looking at the longer term, uh, looking after the planet and, and realising how important that is. Yeah, because we're a long way from Mars still, so... Yes, so and who wants to live on Mars? No, we're just another planet for us to destroy, so... Mm. But there you go, that's my, my opinions on that one. Okay. If you could interview a famous person, who would you choose? Barack Obama. That one's oh, easy. Okay. I've thought about that because of my podcast. Right. I don't think he's going to come. Um, so assuming it's someone who's alive, I think Barack Obama. I, I find okay. him fascinating. I think he's incredibly intelligent, articulate. Um, I don't know if you've read his book. I'm, he's, he's done two books. The second one is a, more of a political manifesto, which I didn't get on so well with. Yeah. But the first one is called Dreams from My Father. And he... Um, as a, a young counsellor uh, in um, Chicago, realised that he could win arguments when he was wrong, because he is so good at, yeah. at debating. Yeah. Um, he can he can win. So what he does is he surrounds himself with people who will stand up to him and tell him when he's wrong. So you and can. you think what a, what can you think of another leader that does that? No. 
There's lots of people who surround themselves with yes men or yes women, people who will just say, oh yeah, you're, you're right, and make them feel better. Um, in fact, there's a, question. a famous story about a young politician being invited to cabinet. They weren't a cabinet minister, but they were invited into the cabinet room to speak with Margaret Thatcher and her then cabinet. Yeah. And she was talking about something and this young politician said, you're wrong. And there was sort of silence in the room, like everyone drew breath, like, oh yeah. my God, you don't tell Maggie you're wrong, you know. And they had a vigorous debate, like apparently her, this this person and, and Maggie had a vigorous debate. And as they were leaving the room, several people said, oh, you, you've done your career there, you shouldn't yeah. have done that. And Dennis Thatcher, who'd been there apparently, put his arm around him and said, Maggie would have loved that. She would have absolutely loved it. And it was John Major. Right. Who went on to become oh, okay. Prime Minister. He stood up to her and he said, this is yeah. the way And I think sometimes we all should. We all need that. Stand up a bit more and say, when we think something's wrong. Yeah, the world, it's too many yes-men at times, which is not, not yeah. especially in politics, is definitely not helpful. Well, we talked about flying. In fact, um, it's become a, a real culture thing in flying. They, uh, airline pilots are now taught about cockpit culture. There was too much deference towards the captain. And many accidents happened where others in the cockpit thought something was going wrong but didn't feel they could say. And in hospital operating theatres now, apparently they use a phrase, we should stop. And if anyone says we should stop, it's just Everybody. a moment like, well, hang on, okay, let's listen to that person. Why? Why yeah. should we stop? Um, okay, they may be wrong. But they, everyone should have the ability yes. to say... Oh, and be listened to. Yeah. And be listened to. No, that's a very good point. That's a really good point. Okay, so the last question I have for you is if oh, you... I'm enjoying this. Can you do I some know. more? Can you do some more? I can, they're all <laughs> on my desk, though. <laughs> Sorry. Right. If you have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, as in traditional superpowers. As any, a, as any, a, anything... As opposed to feeding can, the world and curing the world of illness. Well, you could, do, you could get on that route, or you could do the one be invisible, or fly... Ah, yeah, it's a toss-up between invisible and fly, definitely. I think the problem with the invisible, you'd, you'd have the, the, I don't know, temptation to use it for the wrong things. <laughs> yes. um, and as they say, um, eavesdroppers never hear good of themselves. No, you know? um, no And what other people good. think of you and say about you is none of your business. So I think, I think for self-preservation reasons, I would have been invisible for flying. I just think, oh, traffic jams the dullest thing well, in the world. See, I was kind of like going down the teleporting more than the flying because do I really want to do the whole with the hair flying thing? Uh, that's that's <laughs> not something I have to worry too much about. Um, I didn't say you have to fly fast. Um, no, flying. I mean, I love flying. I, I, yes. As we discussed, I, I did my private pilot's licence. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be the one. Okay. Well, that's all for today. So, okay. well, cheers. cheers! Thank you for having me in. And no, no, thank in, you very much for for coming. And we'll definitely um, let you know when everything's out and edited. Well, and no, was... there's no beeps in this. <laughs> and there's no beeps in this one, so it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Well, assuming it's not terrible, I, we will share it across the chamber channels too. Perfect, perfect. That's great, and we'll get pictures out as well. Great, thank you very well, much. Thank you very much for coming in. It's a pleasure. And that's it. That's my short and. Sh Short, sharp question.